Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoyed the message. Thank you for joining us, for watching. Uh, I want to just share with you what the Lord's laid on my heart, and I believe it'll minister to you. I believe it'll bless you. Did you come ready to learn something, ready to receive something from God's Word? I believe that's what we do every time we come to God's house. We come ready to receive, and I want to just ask you, if you would, to go with me to Psalms 119. I was in Psalms on Sunday morning and talked about just the uh, with this new year, I think it's important that we have the right perspective for a new year, and we looked at that first The first two verses in Psalms 119 that talked about where do I look? I look up towards the hills from where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. That's encouraging all by itself. Aren't you thankful that you have somebody this brand new year that is there to help you? with whatever you need help with this year. And we established that. It's all about God's presence. It's understanding where my help comes from. It comes from Him, from knowing Him in a personal relationship and letting Him lead and guide us in this new year that we've been given. You know, some people say, well, you're going to bring in the new year, and I get that, but, but really, if we really think about it, we don't bring in the new year. God brings the new year to us, doesn't He? And he already, I just believe, I don't have a theme in my heart for, 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 for right now, for this new year. Maybe the Lord's dropped some things in Pastor Craig's heart or Pastor Jerry or Miss Dina or Miss Tracy. But what I hear is this. It's, this year has already been written out. It's already been established. The one who we look to, he's already been in 2022. He does not operate in time like you and I do. He's already been in 2022, and I firmly believe that church family, he's already laid everything out. What do you believe in God for, Pastor Manny, this year of 2022? I'm believing God for everything that he's already established for you and I to walk in this year. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm believing God for, everything for my family, every promise he's made for our ministry, for this church, for our church family. I just believe we're going to walk in everything that God has already purposed. So what's the key? Do we have that perspective? Is that our, is he our focus? Are we going to let him lead us this year? Or are we just going to rely on resolutions? Come on somebody, I've come to preach tonight. We got folks already making resolutions, but those don't work. Come on, I'm going to go lose, I'm going to go to the gym and start working out this new year. I want to lose about 30 pounds. You know what, come on, let's just be honest. That happens and we get fired up maybe for the first month or two. And then what happens? What happens? All the weight we lose, we end up finding it in March, don't we? It all comes, oh, I'm just going to preach a real message tonight. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. We ought to be in the gym. We ought to be trying to, you know, keep a, this temple to where, you know, it's the only one we got. We got to take care of it. But if that's our only focus, come on, there's so much more, church. God has so much more for us, but we have to let him lead. And so tonight, Psalms 119, it again focuses on this very thing. I want to just use for a title tonight, the power of perspective. Everywhere that you and I go, wherever you and I go this year, in 2022, we will get there head first. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So wherever you and I go this year, we'll go there head first. 
It's all about our perspective. And so that's what I want to help you with tonight. And I believe it will help you if you'll just let it. Psalms 119, beginning in verse 15. Let's begin reading. I will meditate on your precepts. Pre, before, pre. Again, it's already been laid out. And contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes or your word. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully or generously with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Come on, I hope that's our, that's our aim for this year. To be consistent. Come on. I'm going to keep your word this year. In verse 18, this really went off in my heart and this is where I get the message from tonight. Verse 18, open my eyes. I want that to get deep in your heart tonight. Open, the psalmist is writing, declaring. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law or your word. I want to just make it for, I want to make it, tailor it for us if I can. I want to read it again. Open my eyes that I may, that I may see, that we may see Are you ready for this? Wondrous things this new year. That just went off in me. Open my eyes that I may see the wondrous things this year that you've already prepared. Now what's the key? Let's Let's just look at it. Father, we thank you for your help tonight. Watch this. If the word says, open my eyes, if the writer is saying, open my eyes so that I can see, All of the wondrous things found in your word. All of the wondrous things that you have already purposed for me to walk in. It only makes sense to understand if he doesn't open our eyes, we can't see it. That's why he's saying, open my eyes. Because if we don't allow him to open our eyes, that means we we can't see it unless he does what? Reveals it to us. So that's what I want to talk about tonight. It's understanding what that means to have him open our eyes so that we can see. See, I really believe this will help you this year, church. It's not what we see. It's how we see what we see. Are you looking at what you're looking at with a godly perspective? Are you looking at what you're looking at tonight, your very own situation or what you're going through where you are in life are you looking at that the way God wants you to look at it do you have his perspective on it because that's big it's not what we see but it's how we see what we see and you know it's not what we go through I touched on this a little bit Sunday morning it's really not what we go through I'm certainly not minimizing what we go through we go through some things that that are that are difficult sometimes but watch this it's not what we go through it's how we respond to what we go through and if we have a godly perspective church we can respond to what we are going through in the right way I'll show you what I'm talking about I want to use that story I used Sunday morning about the little boy that was on the airplane 
sitting next to an older lady, an old lady, and he had a little toy he was just playing with. And then, uh, as airplanes do from time to time, you remember the story, there was turbulence. The, the, the plane just started shaking because of the turbulence, because of the, the, uh, the, what was, the plane was experiencing at that time. And everybody on the plane just started panicking. Especially if you've never flown before, I'll never forget the first time I was introduced to turbulence on a plane. I didn't know planes did that. Never been on one before. Just being real. It freaked me out a little bit. What is, especially 30,000 feet in the air. You don't want a plane shaking and bouncing and moving all kinds of ways. I didn't know what that was. And the little boy on the plane never phased him. Playing with his toy. Never phased him. The old lady sitting next to him, clutching her seat for holding on for dear life. What in the world is going on? And you remember the story? The old lady just asked the little boy, how in the world can you just stay calm through all of this shaking and, cra and craziness going on? He said, well, my dad is the pilot. I fly with him all the time. He knows how to fly in this. And you know what? He always gets us to where we're going. Can I just, what am I trying to show you? Two different perspectives. The old lady had a perspective. The little boy had a perspective. The old lady holding on for dear life. Oh God, what's going on? The little boy just sitting there playing with his toy the whole time, not batting an eye. You know, the Lord spoke to me just uh, the other day as I was just preparing for this message tonight. And it's like he showed me that story that I gave you Sunday morning about the little boy on a plane. I really believe that that's a parallel. It parallels where we are today. There's a whole lot of shaking going on, a whole lot of uneasiness and unrest with this new year. And we still have this pandemic we're dealing with. We've been praying this thing away and it don't seem like it don't want to go away. And so there's just a lot of things, church, that we're, we find ourselves dealing with. But I want you to know something. When you have the right perspective, when your eyes have been opened, who opens our eyes? Well, the Bible says that it's the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals. What does it mean to reveal? To reveal something just simply means to uncover it. What that means is it's already there, we just can't see it. So everything that God has already purposed and planned for this year, it's already there, church. Come on, we just have to have our eyes open to it. It has to be revealed. God, where are you taking us this year? God, what are you wanting to do in our lives this year, in our marriage, in our career, in our business, and, and everything that we're involved in, in the raising of our children? Do you know what's already there? You just have to let your eyes, the Holy Spirit just has to reveal it to you, show you. That's what he does. It's all about the right perspective. And it's the Holy Spirit that reveals. He's the revealer. In other words, he uncovers what's already there. So it's the Holy Spirit. I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit tonight. Is that all right? You know what? We don't hear a whole lot about him uh, anymore, but I'm thankful that you're in a church tonight. Of course, we're not the only church, but I'm thankful that you are in a church tonight that still teaches on the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's role in the life of the believer. Because I really believe with all my heart that there are many people that read the Bible that love God, call themselves Christians, and love God, but have not had their eyes opened to the truth. And when they read God's word, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. They don't have any understanding of it. Why? Because that comes from the Holy Spirit. 
It's one thing to read your Bible, and it's another thing to get it, read your Bible, and allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to some things. It's the truth. It really does happen that way. The Holy Spirit reveals things to us, things from His Word. And I want to just show, you, show it to you tonight, kind of how it works. He uncovers what's already there. Well, Pastor Manny, what's already there? Let me show you. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. It'll be up on the screen. Talking about perspective. Watch this. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things, watch this, which God has already, that's past tense, already prepared. It's already there. This year, can I just preach this thing the way I heard it? This year, it's a done deal. He has already pronounced blessing over your life. Provision, protection, promotion. Come on. It's already been established. It's already been done. God has prepared, watch this, for those who love him. Verse 10. But God has revealed, watch this, them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Now, let's go back to verse 9. Let me just try to help you see this. He first off says in verse 9, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. But then he goes on to say in verse 10, but yet it's been revealed to who? To us by his spirit. So it says, makes a statement there. It kind of shows us something there. I want you to see. I just heard this and I want to just speak it over you. I've decided in my life, I'm not going to be held back any longer by what I don't know. I think that's what keeps most people down and out. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. They just don't know. Why? Because this does not come by just natural means. What I'm talking about tonight, thank God for awesome books that we can read and, 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 and conferences that we can go to. We do all of that. But what I want you to hear, according to what I just read you, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10, no eye has seen. What does that mean? You cannot get this, what I'm talking about tonight, just from reading a book or attending a conference. It comes from what? Verse 10. But it has been revealed to us by His Spirit. It's uncovered. It's the, the Holy Spirit, can I just tell you? He is the teacher of the church. We teach. We do our best to teach and minister the Word of God. And I believe we do that with, with God's help. But I really believe that the real teacher of the church is the Holy Spirit. And, and our job is to really just get you closer to the Holy Spirit. To introduce Him to you. So that He can begin to teach you things that He has already uh, purposed for you to walk in. It's there, but it's just hidden. It's there, but it's hidden. And I'm not going to be held back, and I want to say this over you. We are not going to be held back any longer by what we don't know. Why? Because it's being revealed to us. We can know. In fact, Brother L.A., I think, will appreciate this one. First John tells us that we have the anointing. We have an anointing from the Holy One. And we know all things. Well, Pastor Manny, I don't know about that. I don't know all things. Wait a minute. 
And the Lord caught me Sunday. I, I come up here and said, I don't know everything. He caught me. Don't say that ever again. According to 1 John, you do know all things. But where do you know them? In your spirit. Inside of here. In your spirit. Because I'll prove it to you. 1 John 2 and 20 says this. That we know all things. Well, where do we know all things? In our spirit. The Holy Spirit. The the Spirit of God that lives inside of us. And it's the Holy Spirit, come on, that reveals what's already been placed inside of us. It's there. It just has to be revealed. You do know. That's why Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes, hey, He'll teach you all things. Well, all things means all things. It's the Holy Spirit that teaches you how to be a young person of integrity. It's the Holy Spirit that teaches you how to walk upright. It's the Holy Spirit that teaches you how to be a husband, to be a wife, to be a father, to be a mother. Do you know it's the Holy Spirit that teaches us that? It's the Holy Spirit that teaches us how to be a a, a business person. And to have the kind of business that glorifies God. It's the Holy Spirit that teaches us that. It really is. It's the Holy Spirit. And I want to take you to another place. How about another place? Colossians 3. Colossians 3. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of the the Father. Watch this. Perspective again. What is he saying there? If you were raised with Christ. Now that means if you and I have been born again. What does that mean? Well, we've just simply come to the place in our life where we have understood the plan of salvation. The gift of God. Eternal life. We once were dead in our sin, but because of Christ, when Christ came, What did he do? He paid for our sin on the cross. Shed his blood. Rose again the third day. That is the gospel. What is the gospel? It's good news. Can I tell you tonight? That's great news. That we were dead in our sin. But now we are alive in Christ. We were lost. But now we're found. I don't know about you. But I'm still thankful. That I once was lost. But now I'm found. I once was blind. But now I see. Why? Because of what Christ has done for me. Now watch this. If, you, if that's you, and guess what? I hope you're listening to me tonight. If it's not you, if you've not come to the place in your life where you have acknowledged Christ and have accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, and you know without a doubt that your life has been changed, that you now walk in new life by the Spirit of God, guess what? You don't have to leave the same way you came in. The Holy Spirit just looking for somebody that he can reveal himself to. And I wanted to encourage you with that. You can leave tonight with him. You can leave with your eyes open. Would you just say this with me? Say this. Thank you, Jesus, for opening my eyes. Now, let's go back to that verse. Now, watch this. If that's us, and I know that's us, especially on this Wednesday night, then watch what happens. Seek those things which are above. Gives us the next step. What do we do after we have become born again? If you have been born again, church, there should be a change and a shift in our perspective. 
That's what that verse tells me. Once we've been raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is. That means once we're born again, there should be a perspective change. That we no longer look at things the way we used to look at them. We no longer look for things the way we used to look for them. We now have a different perspective. Our eyes now are been opened and we look up. We look, as Colossians 3 said, we look up. We set our eyes on things above is what that said. I just read it to you. We set our mind on things above. What does that mean? We set our mind on the things of God, on the things of, a, of the Spirit. Now that word set, watch this, it's like a medical term. That word set, it, it's like literally setting a broken bone. Now what that implies is that the bone must be broken before it can be set. What that implies is, is that when we, before we are born again, <laughs> we can't, Operate like this. What I'm teaching tonight, we don't, because our eyes have not been opened yet. Why? Just like a setting of a broken bone, we, our mind has to be set. That's what it said. Set your mind. So just like we were to set a broken bone in the natural, we have to allow God and, and the Holy Spirit to set our mind. That's, that's really what this comes down to. It's the setting of your mind on the things of God. Watch this. I want you to hear this. We set our mind and we'll set our year. Set our mind. Come on. Is our mind set? Are we ready? You know, ready, set, go. You've heard that as a little kid. Ready, set, go. Well, we got to be set. Got to be ready and we got to be set before we see go. We have to have the right mindset. Now watch this. We set our mind and we set our year. I'll say it again. We're going to walk this year in the direction of our mindset. We'll go there. We'll get there head first. And I want you to know something. I believe we're going to get to a place, as I read in verse 18, a wondrous place, a place where we see, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to see more of the supernatural. I'm ready to see more of God displaying his power. Come on. In the lives of his people. Well, we know where we know that his presence is with us. And it's not just a bunch of teaching like the Apostle Paul said. Don't get me wrong. We, we got to teach the word. But along with the teaching, come on, there'll be a demonstration of his power. People coming to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior like never before. People being baptized in water, identifying with Christ like never before. People taking that next step of, 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 of faith and identifying with God. I don't know, I'm ready for that for this year. To see more than we even saw last year. But then also to see people, come on, baptized in the Holy Spirit. So that their eyes can be open to the truth. And oftentimes when you talk about the Holy Spirit, sometimes we get hung up on tongues. It's not just about tongues. <laughs> it's about revelation. It's about having understanding. It's about letting him lead your life and where you see, wait a minute, your eyes are now open to things, hello, they weren't open to before. And you start coming to church and it's not, as Pastor Craig said, I think a couple of Sunday mornings ago, it's no longer just information. But the information is producing a transformation. 
And that's the goal. To be transformed. Come on, to be changed into his image. How do we do it? Got to know. <laughs> Would the real you please stand up? The real you is not the you I'm looking at. <laughs> the real you is the heart of a man. The Old Testament, it says the heart of a man. That heart, the heart in the Old Testament, same word used in the New Testament, spirit, the spirit of a man. It speaks of who you, the real you on the inside, the core of who you are. And when you truly come to know who you really are, when your eyes are opened to who you really are, it produces a change in your life. You no longer live your life based on, watch this, the opinions of others. You no longer live your life based on your past. And you live your life now based on what God's word says about you because the eyes, your eyes have been opened to the truth. I'm coming to the end. Having that mindset, having our eyes open to the truth. I really believe this church. Wherever we go this year, I'll say it again, we're going to go there head first. Once we set our mind, watch this. Once we set it, let me give you a little more instruction before I take my seat. Once we set our mind, come on. Anybody, anybody with me tonight, I'm going to set my mind on the things. That I'm going to set my mind. It's a mindset. After you set it, come on. Where? On the things of God. Allowing the Holy Spirit to open up your eyes. After you set it, watch this. Then you got to start speaking it. I, 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 you cannot, you cannot truly set your mind on the things of God as it's revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. You cannot set your mind by the Spirit of God and it not change the way you talk. Ooh, and once we change the way we talk, once we set it, then we're going to start speaking it. And church, what have we taught you in this church? Come on from... I mean, way back to, I mean, Pastor Jerry, he, I cut my teeth on this teaching, but he taught when I first joined this family in this ministry. The power of our words. What's coming out of our mouth will have what we say. And I really saw that tonight. You got to, the reason many times we're I'm not saying it, we're not speaking it, because we've not said it. We've not set our mind. You know, we read the word, but is our mind really set on the word? Has the Holy Spirit opened up our eyes to what the word has to say to us? That's what I'm talking about. Because once you said it, come on, then you're going to start speaking in line with it. Now watch this. And once you start speaking it, you'll start seeing it. Oh, Pastor Manny, that's just, you know, Christianese. You speak it, you said it, speak it, and you see it. Come on. No, it's not just Christianese. It's the word of God. Can I tell you, your creator, your father, God, that's what he did. He spoke it, and it was so. And if that's what he did, church, come on. And he's placed that same spirit inside of us. There's something inside of us that has the power to speak things into existence. We got to speak it, church, in faith, in faith. And once we speak it, we'll see it. So, in closing, let me just kind of put a little 
tie it all together in this one little last little analogy. On one hand, you got information. On the other hand, you have transformation. Information. How do we get from information? Come on, you got to get information. You have to get the word of God. You have to receive the word of God. It has to be taught. But how do we get, come on, from information to transformation? I just, I wrote it down. I just felt like the Lord just showed me there's something in the middle that gets us from information to transformation. Information is good. We got to have it. But church, the information should produce a transformation. Well, Pastor Manny, what's missing in the middle? Here it is. It's revelation. And that comes from the Spirit of God. So why can one person be in a church building, in a church service, and hearing information, but there's no transformation? It's because what has to be in the middle? The information, but then before there's transformation, before we really see change and our eyes opened to the truth, of who God is and who we are and, and his purpose and plan for our life. Come on, this is going to be a great year. You got to speak that out of your mouth. I'm believing God, church, for you and for this church. We're going to see the hand of God move in a powerful way this year in our lives, collectively, corporately, individually, in our relationships, in our businesses. Come on, church. Anybody with me tonight? I believe this thing. I believe it's the word of God. Why do I know that? Because it's not just information. Come on. But it's revelation that produces the transformation. And the revelation is simply this. It's the title that I gave you for tonight. It's a spirit perspective. That's when the information you receive goes from just information and it produces transformation in your life. Real change. Lasting change. And it comes by way of the Holy Spirit. Giving you revelation, understanding, of or uncovering something. Here's what I love about it, church. It's already there. It's already there. We just need revelation. We need the Holy Spirit to do one of these numbers. Unveil it. Move the lid. Move the cover. Move the blanket so that we can see what's already there. Come on. It's already there for you. It's just a matter of you allowing the Holy Spirit to open your eyes. And I realize this is Wednesday night. But I just wonder, I'm even going to finish early tonight. That never happens. Hallelujah. <laughs> I just wonder, didn't feel an unction for an altar call, but I did want to just ask you, who's ready to see the revelation of God poured out over you like you never have before? I know that's our heart. That's our church. Well, why can't we just set this thing in motion? I, I, let me say it right. It's already been set in motion by the one who sets it in motion the Spirit of God, like we even sang about tonight. He's always moving, always working, right? He's already set this thing in motion. We just need the Holy Spirit 
to show us, to open our eyes. So I just want to leave you with that tonight. Would you just say this with me? Holy Spirit, I invite you now. I welcome you now to help me, show me, fill me so I can see what's already there. I thank you, Lord, for doing it in me, for doing it in us. Holy Spirit, thank you for revealing yourself, your purpose, your plan, your power in my life, in my family, in my church family, in my business, in my school, in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen.